I may say that this is the greatest factor. The way in which the expedition is equipped. The way in which every difficulty is foreseen and precautions taken for meeting or avoiding it. Victory awaits him who has everything in order. Luck, people call it. Defeat is certain for him who has neglected to take the necessary precautions in time. This is called bad luck. That quote was from Raul Amundsen, the famous Antarctic explorer. I'll talk about him more in a second. But welcome to episode 32 of The Everyday Marksman, the podcast where it is all about tactical skills for living a more adventurous life. Our website is everydaymarksman.co, and there you're going to find our awesome community of marksmen, our articles, our podcasts, and our subscription page. Don't forget to sign up while you're there. As always, I am your host, Matt Robertson. I am a former military officer turned tech sector, corporate grunt, outdoors enthusiast, shooting nerd, and most importantly, your friend. Today, we are talking about the importance of planning. Now, I opened up this episode with a quote from Raul Amundsen, the renowned Norwegian explorer. He was the first man to reach the South Pole. Now, there's a shorter version of that quote that he may or may not have actually said, but I like it. So here it is. Adventure is just bad planning. And that that hurts. That stings me a little bit inside because I have this romantic notion of loving adventure. But when you think about it, when you really think about all the most exciting and dangerous parts of these stories that we hear, it's when things go wrong because maybe there was a bad plan in place. Amundsen's expedition to the South Pole was notoriously, well, boring, except for the fact they went to the South Pole, is that everything went according to plan. He had thought of every contingency. He had supplies laid out and stashes and his people were well-trained and everything went the way it was supposed to go. In contrast, there was another South Pole expedition, that of Ernest Shackleton, who is an an amazing leader, and his expedition went all wrong. He was also a meticulous planner, but sometimes you can't plan for everything. And it was, in fact, his excellent planning that still helped his entire crew survive after their ship sank in the Antarctic ice, and they had to survive for another year and drag lifeboats to the coast and then sail over open water to get help. Now, let's talk about what I've been up to during this isolation, because obviously there's no matches to attend. There's no training events to go to. I I can't even go to the shooting range. So I've been thinking a lot about getting out there, about adventure. Now, part of this is also because I've been watching my nine-month-old son and his insatiable desire to explore. And it reminds me of my youth, and I was the same way, I'm sure a lot of little boys are, that we love to run around and explore and discover things. And that's, that personality has led me to do things like spending weeks canoeing through the lakes in northern Canada, or hiking in Costa Rica, or the Appalachian Trail, or other countries, just all these little things I've done growing up that just were awesome. They were awesome experiences, and I want that for my son. And I've been talking a lot to my wife about what our future family adventures might look like. Now, of course, I am into bushcraft and I don't mind going out there with a tarp and some string and building a shelter. But I realized to get the family involved, maybe we want things a little bit more glampy. So I've been inventorying all of our camping gear and our outdoors gear and thinking about these adventures. I just reminded myself about this quote from Rawl. And... That gets me to what I want to talk about in this episode. How do you plan? 
I'm going to introduce you to a concept that comes from special forces. And this is most commonly associated with communications, but you really can apply it to just about anything from your own personal life to planning trips and adventures and, you know, anything. It doesn't need to be formal, but it's a really good framework for mental preparation. All right, you ready? It's called PACE, P-A-C-E, and it stands for primary, alternate, contingency, and emergency. Primary, alternate, contingency, emergency. The primary is your best course of action. It's the one that you really want to do, and it's the one that you expect to go the best for you. All right, that is, if everything goes smoothly, that's what you want to do. Alternate is the, air quote, next best thing. It gives you most, if not everything you wanted to achieve with your primary course of action, but you're going to do it in a different way. Maybe it costs a little more, maybe it's a little slower, but it'll get you there, and it'll get you there handily. You know, I'll call this the 80% solution. The contingency is your first real backup. It's more difficult. It costs more. It takes more time. But it, too, will get the job done, mostly. And then your emergency is the last resort. It's the bare bones, minimum way to achieve whatever the goal is that you're trying to get to. So PACE, P-A-C-E. Now, I'm not saying you need to do this in writing all of the time. But it is something that you should think about. See, my observation is that most people, the unprepared as I'll call them, simply don't think this way. They don't like to think about all of the what ifs of the world. And I use that phrase specifically because at least when I was a child, my parents played the what if game. And they would ask me over and over again, what if this happens? What if this happens? And they would challenge me, even when I was really young, to think about how would I solve that problem. And those, those situations could range from anything from a, a spat with my friends to I find myself lost in a shopping mall. And it was really common for my dad, and I'm really thankful he did this now. But he used to do this game with me unexpectedly where we'd be driving around in uh, South Florida where I grew up. And he would stop the car and say, okay, how do I get home? And you know, I, I never thought about it that much at the time, but that helped me learn to pay attention. How do I navigate places? What landmarks can I recognize even when I was really young? Now, I don't know why people don't think about these what ifs all the time. Maybe it's unsettling to think of negative possibilities and then live it in their own minds. Maybe they're afraid of facing just how unprepared they actually are. So I'm imploring you, don't be like that. Challenge yourself. Even dive into those uncomfortable moments. So let's give an example of how this pace planning might work. It's a thought exercise. All right, there was a recent discussion in the community at the Marksman's Quarter about get-home bags. So let's use that simple example about planning to get from my office to my house. All right, so let's go down pace. On an average day, my primary way of getting home is going to be getting in the car and then using a nearby toll highway system that's quick and direct. You know, barring North Virginia traffic, that's probably going to take me about 15 minutes. Now, the alternate is using regular roads and throughways that still gives a pretty direct path to get home. It doesn't cost anything compared to the toll road, but it does add about 10 to 15 minutes of delay due to traffic and lights and, well, this is just Northern Virginia. And to be honest, I use this alternate method just as much as I use the primary method. You know, it's just a little bit slower. They're both just as good at getting home. 
then my contingency plan would be get home using a bunch of back roads that weave all around the area, you know, and that avoids the most common roads liable to get jammed up, but it's going to take a lot more time potentially. And then emergency, the emergency way of getting home is to grab a pack out of the car and head out on foot for a 17 mile ruck using trailways and bike paths and sidewalks. I'm just going to try to avoid any major roads that might get blocked up or else I would be just taking the car. So there's my four ways of getting home. But now that I've thought about that and I've thought of those options, what else do I have to plan for? The first two are pretty easy. All I would really need is money for toll roads and make sure I have enough gas. The third, the contingency using back roads, does require more route planning. What are the roads I'm going to use? You don't want to be you don't want to be trying to discover these roads in the moment when you're on the way of an emergency and you have to get home and there's just traffic everywhere. You have to practice that. Now understand the areas that you're going to drive through. Because if some of those roads take you through neighborhoods that you don't want to be in, then you probably need to find another way. And the time to discover that is not when you have to do it. And the most interesting one, the emergency solution requires planning and practice, but also suitable footwear and clothing to walk 17 miles because the shoes I wear to work are those nice leather Oxfords. You know, it's the tech sector. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not rucking 17 miles in those shoes, you know, so I should plan on keeping a change of clothes and suitable pair of boots in my car all the time, just in case. And then on top of that, you got to think about things like water, safety, security, what happens if on those 17-mile hike home, really nasty weather pops up because if the emergency is weather-related, maybe I have to take shelter somewhere. Or what if I have to communicate? So those are all the things you start thinking about. Run through that process again. If I have to communicate, what are my plans? What's my pace model for communication? Number one could be cell phone. Number two could be a something like a really easy to use Bluetooth antenna like Gotenna. Maybe contingency is then an amateur radio station where I've got one in my bag and I have one at the house I could try and bounce a signal off a repeater as long as my wife knew to do that. And number four could be, I don't know, (laughs) sending a crow or a raven, right? But you get the idea. You can apply this framework to practically any situation from emergencies, like what's happening if there's an active shooter in your area, to planning out family vacations. If you were going to go to a theme park, what's your primary plan from getting from ride to ride? All right, well, if that doesn't work out, what's the backup plan? You get the idea. So when this comes to thinking about adventures of the family, that's how I'm looking at what gear do I need to take? How are we going to get around? Can the vehicle handle it? Is the, is the tent going to have enough space? Because I'll be honest, my little backpacking tent I've used for a lot of adventures Good for me and the wife who are out by ourselves, not going to work out when there's a nine-month involved or a one-year-old or really any toddler. You want want more space. So maybe we factor that in. All right, I want you to think about this before you sign off. Pick any scenario. Just pick one and think about it in your head. Run through that pace model. What's the first thing you would do? What's the second thing if that first one didn't work out? What's your contingency plan? And what's your emergency plan? All right, that is it for this short episode. I want to introduce that model to you because we're going to be talking a lot more about these kinds of adventures in the future. So with that said, thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I want to invite you to join our tribe at the Marksman's Quarter. So come on by everydaymarksman.co forward slash community 
And there you can sign up for the waiting list. We're going to be opening it up again soon. Uh, so make sure you are on that list because we only open it up every once in a while during the year. So this is the best way to make sure you are the first to hear about the next openings to join our tribe of marksmen. All right, with that, take care. I will see you next week when we talk to Ilya, the owner of Optics Thoughts, and we're going to go into a deep dive about rifle scopes, which is really relevant to me right now because I am all about prepping for some precision rifle competition while we're in this isolation phase, and I'm trying to get my gear together. I will see you next week. Until then, take care of yourself. This is Matt signing out. <laughs>